Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, what up out there, podcast land? What's happening? I'm the only one in the building without black long. <laughs> See? One's already coughing. Dan's all coughing. He's there wheezing. <laughs> I'm the only oh. one. Hey, you guys been smoking cigarettes your whole my, life? I'm down to a quarter long. I got yeah. at least a half one left. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, bless your hearts. I feel for you. Welcome so to the Mosaic of Marion. <laughs> I'm not so uh, not so feeling bad for you that I wasn't going to make fun of you, but oh, we you guys wouldn't know what to do if I didn't. Uh, it'd be, That's true. We'd have to fill time somehow. Yeah. So, hey, I'm Hank Meadows, the one without black lung. Um, I am just be careful. Lungs, oh. It's all just, it's really not in my lungs. It's all in my throat. When did you get your medical degree? <laughs> <laughs> It's called I've been a mom it's for 27 years. It's coming from your lungs up well, into the thoracic. N- <laughs> when did you get your medical degree? When did Mona turn into an insect? What is this? <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, so I am Hank Meadows, <laughs> pastor of Mary MD. Pastor of Mary Baptist Church. And I've got. Um, oh, oh, Wheezy. Oh, Wheezy over there. <laughs> Home slice. Hey, hey. Miss Mona. <laughs> oh, I think about that penguin with the busted squeaker off a toy store. Or <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Weezy off the Jeffersons. That, that, yeah, that did that. Right. Was Weezy on the Jeffersons? Yeah, it was Jefferson's one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I love that show, man. Yes. And and over there we have we have Dan. Um, I'm back to just your original. Just hey, just, just Dan. I'm not feeling too beanie today, anyway. Well, so you're, just, you've just got Dan. black lung. Yeah. And you're coughing out all <laughs> kinds of. They're they're actually guys. If you're wondering, they're on the the well side of being sick. Not yeah. On the, not on the good. The, what would the other side be like? I'm getting sick. So you're yeah. on the well side of being sick, not the bad side yeah. going into sick. That's what I was trying. To don't do. even. I don't even feel bad. I just sound. Cruddy. Yeah. Okay. So we're in um, Genesis 45. Yep. And we're going to, um, what you going to read? I, I just want you to read the first, uh, I really just want you to read the first three, first four verses. Verse five. <laughs> And that's how we end up reading the entire chapter. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Genesis 45. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by him. He cried, make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud so that the Egyptians heard it and the household of Pharaoh heard it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. So Joseph said to his brothers, Come near to me, please. And they came near. And he said, I am your brother Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves, because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. Wow, that's a great statement. All right. All right, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the, the privilege it is to be in your word together. And we just pray that we would remember that even when we don't see the plan, you always have a plan, Lord. You've worked these things out before us for, for our good and for your glory, and we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So I told you last episode that we were going to talk about forgiveness in this. Let's just be honest. Um, I think that's the hardest thing in life. Yeah. You agree, Dan? What's your thoughts? Yeah, we... we so, we struggle with that this idea of forgiveness and forgetting, and the, the you know we always we struggle get with them that to relationship. Intertwine. Yeah, and people say, "Well, I know the Bible says to forgive and forget." I I don't read that anywhere. <clears throat> there there goes black one over there. Um, all she did was breathe. <laughs> That's the trickiest thing to do sometimes. Um, but why is it? To, I don't think here's here's your major question. I haven't done this in a while. Why is it so hard? To give people forgiveness. I don't, I mean, that's a, that's too hard of a question. No, it's not. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's not. Okay. I'm going to take a stab at it, even though now I'm terrified now that Mona has said it's too hard. I'm like, that's not a hard question. Then I'm probably wrong. No, it requires that we get over ourselves. Um, we, we go on with this, this idea of how dare you, you've wronged me. You've wrong, and then we expect that we can treat people however we want and never pay any you know consequence for it or anything. But it, it goes back to, to something you, you said, Hank, I had never heard this anywhere else. Um, this idea that we, we act like people can sin against us, but they can't cause we're not God. And so once you realize that, you know, you, you kind of have to get over this main character syndrome of, you know, what's more important, the fact that somebody did something that I, I think wasn't good, wasn't right. Forget whether it was or not. It, it's how I perceive it. And and worrying more about, you know, working on relationships. I mean, for one thing, if you're holding a grudge, you can't share the gospel. You can't share God's love with somebody while you're holding a grudge. No, you can't. And. I mean, the greatest act of forgiveness was Jesus right. on the cross. Right. And, you know, Romans 5, 8, while we were still yet sinners, God demonstrated his love for us while we were still yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then on the cross, said, Father, forgive them, for they know not mm -hmm. what he did. Um, but it's this issue of pride. Mm -hmm. We And I, I go back to it. And I get that. when It's amazing what you learn, and, and but you have to pick on, you know, it's— when you're early on in your walk with Jesus, you don't pick up on everything. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. But it is just after multitudes, and, and I'm not saying that you would not have picked up on this, but when you read, um, I, it's either Psalm 32 or Psalm 51. Mm -hmm. David says, against you and you alone, God, have I mm -hmm. sinned against. Yep. That's where that comes from. Mm -hmm. And so we would say, dude. It was against me. It was against, it was against yeah. Bathsheba. It was against right. Uriah. Right. David said, it was against God. It was against yeah. God. Mm -hmm. And we struggle with forgiveness because, and here I, I could sum it up in one word our pride. Mm -hmm. yeah. Our pride, and then our, we don't want to get hurt again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a gonna, defense yeah. mechanism. Right. Yeah. I was going to say because I think we get stuck on the, and I'm not saying this is valid or by any stretch of the mean, but we get stuck on the fact that, well, if I forgive them, then I have to be in relationship with them again. I have to trust them. And how can I do that? If they've hurt me, 
bad enough that I struggle to forgive them, then how can I be in relationship with them? How can I trust them again? And mm-hmm. I think that's a big struggle. But and that comes sometimes you never get back in that relationship with them. Right. And I tell when people are talking to me and they're like, I just can't forgive them. No, you're choosing not right, to. Yeah. right. I mean, forgiveness like love is really a choice. Yes. Um, when you say that, you're saying, number one, God's not strong enough to do it in my soul. Well, go back to Romans chapter five. The love of God has been shed abroad in our right. heart. So that means you have the capacity. And if we're if we're called to be disciples of Jesus, right? That means we're called to be like him. Well, one of his greatest attributes was the forgiveness of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've never done to someone else what we've done to oh, Jesus. Oh, absolutely. We've never had done to us what we've done to Jesus. Yeah. Right. So we come to 45, and there's just a lot here. Mm. Um, I will have, when this drops, I will have preached it. <coughs> you know, we're taping ahead. So yeah. yep. there, there is so much in this. Mm-hmm. Um. If you want to see Jesus, and if I want to encourage you, we're not going to look at this spin on chapter 45, and I hate to use the word spin, but we're not going to look mm-hmm. at what I'm, I'm going to be preaching. This is a salvation passage, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be preaching salvation. Joseph is has a lot of Jesus mm-hmm. in this. I told you, hey, Dan, see if you react the way Mona reacted today when I told her this, this fact. Of all the major characters of Scripture— mm-hmm. Joseph is the only one we don't read of a sin. I don't know how you reacted, but I've never even <laughs> come close that. to that thought. He is the one guy in all of Scripture that we don't read anything where huh. the Bible points out a That's specific true. sin of his. Wow. Hence the reason yeah. he is so comparable to a picture of Jesus from the Old Testament. So, And chapter 45 is a great picture of Jesus. And um, so... I mean, think about the emotions that are there. He's, he's seen them, and he knows, you know, he's already, he's already done that, and he's, he's met his brothers, and he's testing them. Now he's got to let them know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you, can, you get this sense that all this has, has kind of built up to this moment. Yeah. It, you know, um, and, and all I can think about is just, yeah, so um, it said, uh, so no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. Two things. Number one, again, it just shows you how intense these these emotions were that, that were inside of him. And also, if you're the brothers, I would have been terrified. Oh, my goodness. He just sent everybody out of the room. <laughs> like, what's getting ready to happen? Right. Um, but but that that just makes what comes after. Wait, it would even you be more more, amazing, more you know? worried if he'd sent everybody out or he brought everybody in? Mm. I was I would say any change in who's <laughs> in that room. <laughs> I'm pretty prone to panicking anyway. Uh, but the other the other thing about it is um, when is this is the first thought that popped in my head when you said this this is a picture of Jesus as well is. He still felt those emotions. Yeah, and, and the thing that that I, I'm always amazed at is the self restraint shown on the cross that Jesus allowed himself to feel. I I, I have no doubt he felt everything. Yeah, that that's happened why. To that's him. why he didn't yeah. take the wine. Absolutely. You know, they tried to give it to him. He because he need he need. See, had he dulled his right. senses, right? 
then Satan yeah. might have an argument like, I don't you know. You didn't really take I it all know. on. You took right. all the brunt. You ever thought right. about that? Yeah. yeah. To have your senses dull, he took it all mm-hmm. with nothing. So we get here, and there's a couple things I think we we want we need to get about forgiveness. It has to come at the right time. Mm. Right. Earlier on, we noticed it didn't happen. Well, it didn't happen the first time he right. knew them. Right. Right. He didn't. He knew them right away. He knew them the very first time. Now I don't know whether inside of him, dude's like, if I really let him know now, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, who? Yeah. Would, I mean, do you think he ever thought I'm gonna see my brothers are gonna be here one day? You right. have? Are they still alive? Right. It, he even asked, "Is my father yeah, still yeah. alive?" Mm-hmm. Well, and he doesn't he the first time they come, doesn't he ask about Benjamin? He asks about mm-hmm. Benjamin, mm-hmm. not his daddy, does he? I don't remember. I don't think so. Because he says right here, he says, he and, says, and Joseph says, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? Right. Yeah. So it, it has to come at the right time. This is what I tell people all the time. They're like, I just don't know that I can forgive him. I said, okay, you need, but you need to be working to that. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's always the right time of forgiveness. Yeah. And, and you might forgive somebody when they're not even around. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I've people come to me, and they're like, you know, I forgave you for what you did. I'm going, number one, I didn't know what I did. What did I do? What did I do to get it? And they're like, I've forgiven you. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. What? You ever had anybody do that to you? Be a pastor. No. Dan, you'll have it happen to you. I mean, I literally have people go, you know, I forgive you oh, for bless. what you did. I'm thinking, what? what did I do? Oh, yeah. But anyway, so— He's there. So yes, the emotions are a part. You yeah. got to deal when you're in when you're let me go back to you real quick. Nowhere in the Bible say forgive and forget. I don't think Joseph right. ever forgot what his brothers did. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. could he? Yeah. Right. But he's willing to move past that mm-hmm. and live in forgive it, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You, you got you got me you're sort of looking over there. No, I was just I was thinking about two things. Number one, um, I think this shows us like you said, there's a time for forgiveness. So sometimes it, look, I'm I'm I don't know like a golden retriever or whatever. I'm a people pleaser. I don't like right. conflict. And so there have been times where I've jumped so quick because I, I gotta forgive him. I got I gotta make this right. I got and it hadn't been the time. So what happens then is you're not acknowledging it, you're not working past it. You're you're kind of slapping a new coat of paint on it, and all that resentment, everything's still there. So so there is there's a proper time for it, and sometimes it's not right away. The second thing is, th- we have this idea that it has to be. I, I don't want to say that, so. The forgiveness has to be complete, but the forgetting. Look, you can forgive, and your relationship not be exactly the same as it always was because you've learned, and you 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 know no, they are yeah. So so I, I don't think that prevents forgiveness. It's just that your relationship has changed because of the things that have happened. Is that yeah. bad? You had something to say? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. That, boy, that black lung is whole on her. But so how do you get, how do you understand when, what has to happen in that time to get you to the place? This is why I'm talking about the right time. What has to happen to get you to the right time to come in forgiveness? Well, I mean, you have to have a... Ch- change of heart and how do you get that well by spending time with jesus imagine that (laughs) 
You mean spending time with Jesus is going to help my relationships with other people? I'm thinking so. something like that. I've read something that explains like that. so much of my problems. <laughs> and, I, and I go back to perfect answer. David for a year didn't come and ask for forgiveness. Mm. Now God did not get where he could forgive him. But it was like he had to work through it, oh, yeah. David, to come ask for forgiveness. Yeah. See, sometimes it's harder on the forgiving people mm. than the one that's being forgiven. Mm-hmm. All this comes when you sit mm-hmm. at the feet of Jesus and you let him minister to you. Right. Because, let me, let me go quickly to number, the second part of this. Not only is it the right time, it's got to have the right attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. He didn't just say, hey, you're forgiven, get in line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come near to me, please. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what Jesus does? Yes. Right. Mm. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Right. Isn't that a great picture of salvation? Yeah. What does Jesus want? Do not. What did he tell the disciples? Don't keep the little children from coming to me. Mm-hmm. Jesus wants us mm. to be up close with him. What does our sin do? It separates us. Mm-hmm. What does forgiveness do? It brings us back together brings us back close mm-hmm. i love uh, you know i love johnny hunt's statement too many of us are walking at a guilty distance mm. yep well and you figure it's uh, honestly it can be very easy to say okay i forgive them but you don't really forgive them so until you do have that right attitude of heart the forgiveness isn't true can't be true because your heart is still focused on yourself Mm. focused on the hurt focused on whatever and not until you are focused on jesus and focused on what jesus has forgiven you of Mm. um then only then can you say yes i forgive you and really mean it and you know and when you say um i've forgiven you then it whatever else doesn't matter ultimately Mm. right you know, I've dealt with people and they'll be like, I'm forgiven. What or I'm mad at God and or whatever. And I'm like, No, you haven't, because you you're not good with whatever happened. Mm-hmm. You haven't found that forgiveness for the situation and you're mad at God. Yep. And then finally I, it never fails at the right time. And they'll mm-hmm. be like, you know, I'm good with whatever. Yep. Now you forgive yeah. yeah. whoever it was for the situation. And now you're not no longer mad at God. And so you got to have this right attitude of come near to me. If I'm mad at you, Dan, and I have, if I've forgiven you, I can be in your presence now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we can yeah. be close to what we were. Yeah. And maybe we work May- on it, and we get back. I was about to say maybe better. better. Yeah, yeah. But if being in your presence still bothers me, then there, there hasn't yeah. been forgiveness. Yeah. Until you can say, "Come on, yeah, come over here with me," like Joseph did. But I want to get really. Uh, we, how much time we got left? Oh, last we're good. We got uh, we got twelve minutes. Well, so then I was going to say, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the relationship can't. It can't. can't you're right. It right. can't be. Um, I just need to, you know, just felt like I need to pull that out because just to make sure that people understand that sometimes you do forgive them and you do mm. truly forgive them. But the relationship can't yeah, be restored. Yeah, sometimes it is that way. Right. The relationship is yeah. just broken. Right. And on this side of eternity, it... Right. it that was a very good point, Mo. Thank you for that. But I, th- but I think sometimes we play on that. So I, Yeah, I agree. We, Yeah, we need to make sure we don't use that as an excuse. Yeah, to just we not... Just to, jump on it. Yeah, right. we just like, mm-hmm. you know what? I just mm-hmm. don't want to be your friend anymore anyway. Right. <laughs> but the most important one of these three rights is you have the right perspective. Yeah. This is what brings the first two together. Yeah. 
What did he say? And this is why I ultimately had you read down to verse 5. And don't be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. I mean, he clearly, I mean, he laid yeah, the hammer. No he laid getting there. He it's, laid the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly That's what he did. Exactly. Great That's point, it. Dan. He he didn't forget. <laughs> so don't come at me with, you got to forgive and forget. No, Joseph did forget. Mm. Hey, guys, you know, you sold me <laughs> yeah. here. Right. I'm the reason. You're the reason I'm here. Yeah. But listen to the next sentence. Mm-hmm. This is the right perspective. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Mm. Mm-hmm. And actually in verses five through nine, he says that one, two, three, four times. So what, Essentially. Yeah. Remember the scripture, thing. they didn't have exclamation points right. to add emphasis. What right. did they do? They repeated, repeated it. it. Yep. yep. Right. So break it down for me. Well, so in verse seven, he says, and God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors in verse eight. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. And then in verse nine, he says, God has made me Lord of all Egypt. And so just recognizing that very important fact that yes, they were the ones who sold him, who started that whole process, but it was God it was God's hand, just mm-hmm. like we talked about in the last episode, that providence, that hand of God being on him and and having him go through all of those things so that they could get to this point where eventually everybody's going to come to Egypt. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> Which I, was actually I, I, a fulfilled promise right. from uh, Genesis right, 15. Right. I don't have a whole lot other than just that perspective. It, it does change everything because it, if you see it, if you see that God's hand is is working, and if you have faith in His promises, if you if you hold Him to what He says, then it doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt when people betray you, but it means that you understand that what they do doesn't undo God's will, right? And so that does allow you. It, it allows you to kind of move on because it doesn't completely wreck every aspect of your life. Well, this is what, and there's a perspective, and I, I don't always fill these shoes and, and follow through this, but it does ultimately come down to this question you have to ask yourself. Do I believe in the sovereignty of God mm-hmm. that he uses all things for my good, right. even when you hurt me? Right. Even if there's been something in our relationship, me, let's just say me and you, Dan, mm-hmm. and you hurt me deeply. Mm-hmm. Well, my Bible says that God uses everything. Mm-hmm. Right. For all things. Right. So what it was that you hurt me over or mm-hmm. I hurt you over, something in that is teaching yeah. me something. Right. Now, am I man enough and it could be, and here's why I would say that, you could hurt me that one of us leaves Mary, mm-hmm. but we end up somewhere else, right, which is where right. God wanted us. Right. right. And so then we can we can find forgiveness. Yep. And, and maybe the relationship wouldn't be the best, but we would be able to look at each other and say, listen, although yep. we left on bad terms, can I take you to a really good one? Mm-hmm. Paul and Barnabas. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, the dissension got so great, Paul was like, dude, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> I got Silas now. Right. And Barnabas like, well, hoity-toity you, I'm taking Mark with me. Right. 
But here's what ultimately happened. God's kingdom was now being blessed by two groups, not mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And we know that Paul, so you know that Paul and Barnabas made up. They were yeah, too powerful of believers, right. disciples not to. But if you go to 2 Timothy, at the very end of Paul's mm-hmm. life, what is Paul saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, bring with you John Mark. Mm-hmm. He is useful. Yeah. Isn't that a great picture of forgiveness? Yep. Yep. I mean, Paul was so mad at that bro. Yeah. He would not let him go on the second journey. He's like, I'm not going. He's not going. Right. But we see forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, Brent, when you come, bring John Mark. Mm-hmm. He's useful in my ministry. Yeah. You always have to be able to say at the end of it, God sent me on ahead. Yeah. And God did this in my life. Yeah. You, Dan, or you, Hank, what you did was out of spite or out of meanness right. or out of whatever. But I used to forget, yeah. But God used it for good. I mean, what does Joseph say? We get to chapter 50. Right. What you meant for evil, yep. God meant for good. Right. That That's where the basis of, of forgiveness lies, mm-hmm. is in a right time, in a right attitude, mm-hmm. in a right perspective. Yep. So I, I don't know out there who, who you need to forgive or, or you need to strive, but here's what I know for a fact. I can stand on this. If you utter the words, I can't forgive them, mm, that's a lie. Right. And if you can't, check your salvation. Well, uh, that's what I was about to say. Like sometimes that that good that God is working <coughs> is actually just the act of forgiveness to make you more like Christ through through having to go through that and having to forgive um, to change you from one of those people who says, I can't, I can't, to somebody who says, I will because I, that's what God calls me to do. Yeah. Is that your big thought? No, no, I didn't know. We, we still got five minutes. Yeah, man. we got Yeah. So I was <laughs> Well, going to got a really big thought, yeah. and then we may be short. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say, like, bring in the— um, Bring ang- it in. Bring in the angle of um, we have to forgive ourselves also. Mm. Because anybody who says I can't forgive myself for whatever I did um, is saying that we, and and this is true if we say that we can't forgive other people too, that then we're, who are we in relation to God? My standard is higher than God. Right. That's because, what you're saying is right. my standard is higher than yours, God's. I was trying to figure out the best way to work yeah, that. I, but, I right. think of it that way. Good yeah, grief. so, I mean, you have to have that also because if you're saying, I can't forgive myself for that, but you know that God has forgiven you, then who are you to hold that over yourself you when God struggle with not. that too. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they absolutely. struggle. And I, and I would say, and I this is probably true in both situations, but that if if whatever you have done that you feel like I can't forgive myself for, it keeps coming up in my mind, then you need to have a talk with Jesus because that's the devil bringing mm-hmm. it back because God's not going to bring it back. I mean, you're not going to necessarily forget, but not God's not going to try and make you feel guilty. Well, for it. in the Psalms, what does He write? You put my sins as far as the east yes, is from the west. Right, right. I mean, I really do think I know we we laugh sometimes. God, when we go to Him, we go, you know, again, like right. God, I need you right. to forgive me for this. And God's going, what are you talking right. about? Right, because He chooses to forget too. Yeah, is God it? chooses to forget, and God right. can. Right. All right, Danny boy, what you got a very uh, okay? I just no, I, this thought kind of. I always start talking while the thought's still gelling, and I can't do both. So you know, I'm going back to that idea of this being a picture that points to Jesus, and and you got to look at the power dynamic here. So at this point, 
Joseph and his brothers weren't weren't at the same level of authority and power right here. They had nothing to offer, and he was giving them what they needed. So he he brought every he didn't need anything from them at this right. point, but yet he gave them what they needed to live. And then you go a little bit further, and he's talking about that they shall dwell near him. So so he's also saying, dwell with me. And what does Jesus do? Jesus comes to us when we have nothing to offer, gives us what we need to live, and then says, "Dwell with me." So it is. I just I think that's a great picture of Jesus. I love that. Oh, I could you could I could go over there <laughs> to the very end and and tell you some more stuff that I've got in my notes. But anyway, so any other big thoughts? No, that's all. That's all. <laughs> Here's my big thought: if you're if you are struggling to forgive. First off, it does still have to be the right time, and maybe mm-hmm. you're not there yet. Right. And so I'm going to encourage you in this, but you got to have the right attitude of mm-hmm. you want to, mm-hmm. and then you have to have the right perspective of what's God, what's God doing in you. Mm-hmm. Right. So often we want to make it all about the yeah. one who offended right. us. Right. God's probably doing a deep work in you, mm-hmm. and you know that old saying: God can't use a man greatly till he's hurt him deeply. Right. Well, and it's okay to not be there at that point, but yeah. it's not okay to stay where you're at. Yeah, if you're going yeah. 10 years down the road, you're, yeah. going, you're still struggling. Yeah. Like, ah, come on, bro. That's more you than, than right. anything else. So mm-hmm. let's pray, y'all. Father, God, help us to to have a heart of forgiveness and love because that's the basis of forgiveness is love. And just understanding in right perspective that nobody has sinned against us. Yes, they may have hurt us, but they haven't sinned against us. We can only do that against a perfect and holy God. So, God, I pray you'd use this episode to really help someone that's struggling in the area of forgiveness. Lord, we love you today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. I am Hank Menes. I am senior pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my home slice with me. Hey, old hey. Old Miss Mona. Hey. I got old Danny boy over there. Getting older by the minute. Older by the minute. All right. God bless you guys. Bye, y'all. Like six weeks to Christmas. Well, by the time this drops, it's less than that. Less than oh, five. Close. Okay. Oh.